Hey, I know you're super busy, but do me a quick favor and go click that subscribe button. You'll be notified when new episodes are released so you don't miss a thing. Hey, welcome to Written on Your Face. I'm Tina Powers, and I'm a holistic esthetician, a master brow artist, interior design and organization enthusiast, astrologer, and much more. I'm skilled at many things, master of a few, but I'm enthusiastic about learning and sharing what I learn after experimenting with it myself. Hey, podcast listeners, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Tina Powers, and this is Written on Your Face. We are in the throes of fall here in Seattle. It is officially raining again. It's been raining for, oh gosh, I think it's been raining for two days straight at this point, possibly three. We might get a break this week, but it definitely feels significantly cooler outside. It's only 53 degrees as I record this, and um it's that time of year, right? Everything's kind of cooling off. The leaves are starting to turn colors and fall off. And our skin is also responding to this weather. So I don't know if you guys are experiencing this in your part of the world, but this is when I start to get a little dehydrated. I notice it first on my lips and then my eyes, the skin around my eyes. So if this is you too, just know that this is a great time of year to really get your skincare products handled, get them dialed, because probably going to need significantly more than what you've been using in the summertime. You will probably want to add uh, a denser moisturizer at night, but what I want to talk about today is serums and what they are for. Do you need one? I think so. Most people do. And uh, I want to specifically talk about retinol because I got a listener question specifically about this. And Sarah says, everyone my age is getting conflicting advice on when and how to apply retinol. My dermatologist says to wash my face, let it dry completely, apply the retinol, then a thick layer of moisturizer. My esthetician says to do my entire routine with no vitamin C, then apply it before lights out. If I experience dryness, add a face oil on top. My issue is that I'm peeling, not dry per se. Is that normal? How long should I expect that? And what should I do about it? So Sarah is 45 and she has more kind of fair skin. Um, and so I want to address this specifically from, well, I want to address this specifically from, from the, the product that she's using, which she says is tretinoin. Uh, tretinoin is the strongest form of a retinoid. Retinoids are a family of different strength of vitamin A topical. Okay, so you've got your retinol. Retinol is usually a little softer, more gentle. It's a great little intro product. You can purchase that one over the counter. It comes in varying strengths. Uh, everyone responds a little differently to it, but it's typically like the most gentle way to start using a retinol. Then you've got your adapalenes, and that is more for acneic skin. Uh, it's a little stronger than retinol, but you can still find it over the counter. It's pretty easy to access. And it's again, it's designed more for acneic skin. Then you've got your tretinoin. And tretinoin is sort of like the dermatologist's uh, gold standard for everything. They, they do tend to give it out to everyone 
uh, varying strengths again. So usually, you know, they'll start you on a lower dose and then increase it as time goes on. Specifically though, what I'm hearing in this question is that the peeling is problematic. So I'm not sure exactly what the protocol has been or how long you've been using this product, Sarah, but I will say you want to phase it in gradually. There's a gradual workup to using it every night. So you want to use it every third night for the first month, then every second night for the second month, then every night for the third month. And then you should be on your way to using it every night. Now, I will say not everyone should be using it every night, particularly tretinoin. It's possible that it's too strong for your skin, but it's also possible that you moved in too quickly to using it. Your skin is gonna, it just depends on, on your skin. Your skin is gonna really dictate to you exactly what it likes and doesn't like. And when I hear peeling, that indicates that you're going too quickly. That's called retinoid dermatitis. So retinoid dermatitis occurs when you uh, rapidly start using a stronger product than your skin is comfortable with, and it will start to get really flaky. Um, it doesn't necessarily feel dry. It just, it might look irritated or red. It might have some like peeling around specific places like around the nasolabial folds, you know, your nostrils, um, around the mouth, things like that. Um, and if this is the case, I would say back off, go back to the beginning and use it every third night. Now, as far as the question about adding moisturizer or oil or whatever over the top, absolutely. 100% you want to put a moisturizer on over the top. And if you are experiencing retinoid dermatitis, even at that every third night uh, rate of application, you might want to put a light moisturizer on first, then put your retinol on, then put the moisturizer on over the top of it. That's called a retinoid sandwich. Uh, that is actually really highly regarded as a great tool for improving your skin's ability to absorb the product, but with a really nice light buffer. Now, if you use a super thick moisturizer as the base before you put your retinol on, you're going to get limited absorption. So my recommendation is to go with something that feels a little lighter. Now, this may be a face oil, you know, I like a face oil personally, um, but you want to keep it pretty neutral. So um, a barrage oil could be nice for someone with sensitized skin because it's very gentle and it actually helps to improve the condition of a sensitized skin. Um, it's very calming and restorative. Uh, and you, you could put a moisturizer like a light cream over the top. You kind of want to gauge it based on your skin's reaction. So again, if you are experiencing a lot of retinoid dermatitis, lots of peeling or really frustrating, irritated kind of sections on your skin, then again, first step, go back to using it every third night for a month and see if that improves things. And then even further, you could add a lightweight moisturizer to your skin, then apply your retinol, then apply your moisturizer again. You do definitely want to put something on top of it. That's for sure. Use it every third night. Put it on dry skin to answer your first question. Your dermatologist says to apply it dry. Yes, definitely. Retinol wants to go onto dry skin. So wash your face. I pat mine dry 
And then I apply, I just dab on the retinol in a few different areas and then massage it in. Then I apply my moisturizer. Absolutely use a buffer, use the buffer method, use the gradual increase method. Now I, I have clients that have used retinol, tretinoin specifically, um, and they have come in to see me and I have been unable to do anything on their skin because their skin is so red, inflamed, irritated, dry, flaking. Um, they're even frustrated about it. They don't know what to do. The problem with getting your skin to this point is that you could sustain more damage, particularly if you're not being extremely consistent and cautious about your sunscreen application. Um, you are exposing deeper layers of your epidermis, which is much more sensitive to the skin and it does make you more light sensitive. So even sitting in an office in front of a window, even driving in a car in front of the window is going to promote hyperpigmentation and sun damage on your skin. So make sure you're using a mineral sunscreen and then you can absolutely use a vitamin C in the morning. Once again, with the vitamin C, uh, as I discussed in a previous episode uh, about um, building an effective skincare routine, vitamin C wants to be applied to dry skin as well. It, it absorbs best that way. So uh, in the morning, you would wash your face, pat dry. Then I, put, I spray a toner and let it dry. And then apply your vitamin C to dry skin. I just pat it on and then I go over it with my tinted moisturizer. And that's my routine in the morning. And then in the evening, I use my retinoid. Now I use a retinol. I have just found that tretinoin is too aggressive for me and not everyone is well suited to it. You don't really know until you try it. Uh, if you've gone down to using it every third evening and you're still experiencing the retinoid dermatitis, you might want to stop. Just stop for like a month, give it a rest, let your skin reestablish its normal density. Then you could try again. Start every third night, maybe start with that tretinoin sandwich and see if that helps things. That's my best advice. It's probably the only way to know if tretinoin is well suited to you. If it's not, you can always back off and go with a retinol. Again, you can purchase these over the counter. I sell one that I absolutely love. It's got a built-in lightweight um, moisturizer buffer in it. So it very easily assimilates into the skin. It doesn't, I have not had any problems with retinoid dermatitis of any kind. It does feel a little, I don't know how to explain it. And those of you that have used retinol for the first time, you'll, you'll understand when I say I can feel the wind in my skin. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense, but it's true. It definitely feels um, more sensitive. You can tell. So just again, be very careful with your, your sunscreen. Um, make sure you're reapplying your sunscreen. The longer you're in front of a window, the, the more you want to reapply. So every 90 minutes in the Northern hemisphere, if you're closer to the equator, you probably want to go once an hour or just get yourself out of the window. And then at night on the nights that you're not using your retinol, uh, just make sure that you're using a moisturizer that feels really calming and moisturizing to your skin. You want to re-establish healthy barrier function in between retinoid applications. So that could be an oil. That could be an oil for me. It's an oil and then a moisturizer on top. So 
It depends on your skin. That's where your esthetician will be really handy, let you know what products would work best for you to establish healthy moisture. You'll be able to tell as well because your skin will feel really relaxed and comfortable and it'll feel really, really moisturized and soft when you wake up in the morning, which to me is the best sign. Uh, waking up in the morning and having my skin just feel like hydrated and glowing is the best. It's not too oily. It's not dry in any way. And then hyaluronic acid can be helpful because it will help to mitigate any dehydration that occurs in the winter time. Um, hyaluronic acid is one of those holy grail of um, humectant ingredients that uh, you can find it in everything these days. It's readily available everywhere, but I personally like it in a serum formula. I like it in like more of a, a lightweight fluid formulation, but they make kind of milky formulations as well. And I sell both of those types. Uh, but serums are great because serums are much more high potency than your moisturizer. It's probably the most dense in terms of active ingredients, and it is the most effective at helping to instigate change within the skin. But again, every serum is a little different and the way you apply it matters. So with hyaluronic acid, it is actually much more effective on damp skin. Now, not just water damp, but toner damp, right? And I, if you want to go back and listen to my episode about toner, I get into the details about what a toner actually is and what to look for so that you're not drying your skin out. Because if you apply something to your skin that's drying and then you put hyaluronic acid on it, it's not really going to work very well. You need to establish a healthy, balanced pH after washing your face. And once you've done that, then you would move on to your serum step. So serums are fantastic. And there are a multitude of different ones you can use. There's vitamin C, there's Tulsi, which is wonderful for sensitized skin. There's stem cell serums. Those are phenomenal. Um, and research is still being done, but they are being proven to create real dramatic change on the skin. So I'm, I'm using one right now and I'm actually really liking it so far. You've got your hyaluronic acid, you've got your retinoids. So these are all serums that are, um, extremely well-researched. I will say this time of year, hyaluronic acid becomes very important because the humidity levels tend to drop in our interior environments as we turn on the heat. And once the heat comes on, you're just blasting hot, dry air into your environment and you are hanging out in there all day in the office, in your car. Uh, you're sleeping in it for eight hours a night, ideally. Uh, and it's just evaporating the water right out of your skin. So adding hyaluronic acid to your routine in the wintertime, in the fall, as soon as your heat starts to come on is crucial. Uh, you can put it on your lips. You can put it under your eyes. Um, you can, of course, put it on your face. I will even um, put it on the backs of my hands and my lower arms. I put it on my decolletage, anywhere where my skin is really exposed to these elements. Of course, your entire body would require more moisturizer in the wintertime because it's going to get dry. And then also you want to up your exfoliation game a little bit. Now, if you're using retinoids, it depends on your skin. Some people, like I can use an exfoliant about once or twice a week. That is an enzymatic uh, exfoliant that is really gentle and very effective for adding another layer of uh, exfoliation and really keeping my skin clear in between my retinoid applications. I don't apply my retinol every night, but um, 
that secondary exfoliation is really nice for my skin. Not everyone is well suited to this and every exfoliant is different. And so, you know, it just depends on what you're using. I would consult an esthetician about what would work best for your particular skin uh, before just grabbing something off the shelf. There's a wide world of products available. I, I recommend going to see an esthetician in person, getting a prescription for uh, at-home skincare that will work the most functionally for your skin, for your lifestyle, and for your needs. I hope that helps, Sarah, to answer your question. I know that was a long-winded answer, but definitely keep the questions coming. I love hearing from you guys. I hope that you are having a great fall, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Thanks for joining me today. All of the editing, recording, subject, content, production, everything is done by yours truly. So go on over and click that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode and it lets me know who is out there listening. Uh, rate and review the show. Let me know what you'd like to hear. Uh, what do you want me to talk about? Who knows? Your question or your request might get answered on a future episode. Find me online at powerspotseattle.com, on social media at powerspotseattle, and also at heytpow on Instagram and TikTok. All right, good talk. <laughs>